Welcome to the Yadkin Lectio. My name is Jonathan Gaylord, the pastor at Yadkinville United Methodist Church. Throughout 2022, Yadkinville UMC is following the Apostle Paul on his journey around the ancient Mediterranean. The Yadkin Lectio invites us to pray the upcoming Sunday scripture through the ancient practice of Lectio Divina. Each week, we'll read through the scripture three times. And throughout the reading, I will offer you prompts to hit pause for a time of prayer and contemplation. You may take as much or as little time as you would like. You're encouraged to listen and pray with each episode, multiple times throughout the week, in order for the scripture to weave into your heart. We will pray today from the New Revised Standard Version of the Bible. Some of us might find it beneficial to practice Lectio Divino with a notebook to take note of our responses and thoughts during prayer. As we begin, I would invite you to center your body, and mind. For our first reading, the invitation is to listen for one word or phrase from the scripture passage that the Holy Spirit might be offering to you. Hear this first reading of 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verses 1-26. through 26. Now I would remind you, brothers and sisters, of the good news that I proclaimed to you, which you in turn received, in which also you stand, through which also you are being saved, if you hold firmly to the message that I proclaimed to you, unless you have come to believe in vain. For I handed on to you as of first importance what I in turn had received, that Christ died for our sins in accordance with the scriptures, and that he was buried and that he was raised on the third day in accordance with the scriptures, and that he appeared to Cephas, then to the twelve, then he appeared to more than five hundred brothers and sisters at one time, most of whom are still alive, though some have died. Then he appeared to James, then to all the apostles. Last of all, as to one untimely born, he appeared also to me. For I am the least of the apostles, unfit to be called an apostle because I persecuted the church of God. But by the grace of God, I am what I am, and his grace toward me has not been in vain. On the contrary, I worked harder than any of them, though it was not I, but the grace of God that was with me. Whether then it was I or they, so we proclaim, and so you have come to believe. Now if Christ is proclaimed as raised from the dead, how can some of you say there is no resurrection of the dead? If there is no resurrection of the dead, then Christ has not been raised. And if Christ has not been raised, then our proclamation has been in vain and your faith has also been in vain. We are even found to be misrepresenting God because we testified of God that he raised Christ, whom he did not raise if it is true that the dead are not raised. For if the dead are not raised, then Christ has not been raised. If Christ has not been raised, your faith is futile and you are still in your sins. Then those also who have died in Christ have perished. If for this life only we have hoped in Christ, we are of all people most to be pitied. But in fact Christ has been raised from the dead, the first fruits of those who have died. For since death came through a human being, the resurrection of the dead has also come through a human being. For as all die in Adam, so all will be made alive in Christ. But each in his own order, Christ the first fruits. Then at his coming, those who belong to Christ. Then comes the end, when he hands over the kingdom to God the Father after he has destroyed every ruler and every authority and power, for he must reign until he has put all his enemies under his feet. The last enemy to be destroyed is death. Be 
Before moving into the second reading, you're invited to press pause and consider what words or phrases stuck out to you in the first reading. For our second reading, the invitation is to enter into the scripture passage. What do you feel? What are your emotions? How is this speaking to your life today? Hear this second reading of 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verses 1 through 26. Now I would remind you, brothers and sisters, of the good news that I proclaimed to you, which you in turn received, in which also you stand, through which also you are being saved, if you hold firmly to the message that I proclaimed to you, unless you have come to believe in vain. For I handed on to you as of first importance what I in turn had received, that Christ died for our sins in accordance with the scriptures, and that he was buried, and that he was raised on the third day in accordance with the scriptures, and that he appeared to Cephas, then to the twelve, then he appeared to more than five hundred brothers and sisters at one time, most of whom are still alive, though some have died. Then he appeared to James, then to all the apostles. Last of all, as to one untimely born, he appeared also to me. For I am the least of the apostles, unfit to be called an apostle, because I persecuted the church of God. But by the grace of God I am what I am, and his grace toward me has not been in vain. On the contrary, I worked harder than any of them, though it was not I but the grace of God that was with me. Whether then it was I or they, so we proclaim, and so you have come to believe. Now if Christ is proclaimed as raised from the dead, how can some of you say there is no resurrection of the dead? If there is no resurrection of the dead, then Christ has not been raised, and if Christ has not been raised, then our proclamation has been in vain, and your faith has also been in vain. We are even found to be misrepresenting God, because we testified of God that he raised Christ whom he did not raise, if it is true that the dead are not raised. For if the dead are not raised, then Christ has not been raised. If Christ has not been raised, your faith is futile, and you are still in your sins. Then those also who have died in Christ have perished. If for this life only we have hoped in Christ, we are of all people most to be pitied. But in fact Christ has been raised from the dead, the first fruits of those who have died. For since death came through a human being, the resurrection of the dead has also come through a human being. For as all die in Adam, so all will be made alive in Christ, but each in his own order, Christ the firstfruits, then at his coming those who belong to Christ, then comes the end, when he hands over the kingdom to God the Father after he has destroyed every ruler and every authority and power, for he must reign until he has put all his enemies under his feet. The last enemy to be destroyed is death. Before moving into the third and final reading, you're invited to press pause and consider how these verses make you feel, what emotions you might be experiencing, and how this is speaking to your life today. For our last reading, listen for God's personal invitation to you from the scripture passage. Hear the second reading of 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verses 1 through 26. Now I would remind you, brothers and sisters, of the good news that I proclaimed to you, which you in turn received, in which also you stand, 
through which also you are being saved, if you hold firmly to the message that I proclaim to you, unless you have come to believe in vain. For I handed on to you as of first importance what I in turn had received, that Christ died for our sins in accordance with the scriptures, and that he was buried, and that he was raised on the third day in accordance with the scriptures, and that he appeared to Cephas, then to the twelve, then he appeared to more than five hundred brothers and sisters at one time, most of whom are still alive, though some have died. Then he appeared to James, then to all the apostles. Last of all, as to one untimely born, he appeared also to me, for I am the least of the apostles, unfit to be called an apostle because I persecuted the church of God. But by the grace of God I am what I am, and his grace toward me has not been in vain. On the contrary, I worked harder than any of them, though it was not I but the grace of God that was with me. Whether then it was I or they, so we proclaim, and so you have come to believe. Now if Christ is proclaimed as raised from the dead, how can some of you say there is no resurrection of the dead? If there is no resurrection of the dead, then Christ has not been raised, and if Christ has not been raised, then our proclamation has been in vain, and your faith has also been in vain. We are even found to be misrepresenting God, because we testified of God that he raised Christ, whom he did not raise if it is true that the dead are not raised. For if the dead are not raised, then Christ has not been raised. If Christ has not been raised, your faith is futile, and you are still in your sins. Then those also who have died in Christ have perished. If for this life only we have hoped in Christ, we are of all people most to be pitied. But in fact Christ has been raised from the dead, the first fruits of those who have died. For since death came through a human being, the resurrection of the dead has also come through a human being. For as all die in Adam, so all will be made alive in Christ. But each in his own order, Christ the first fruits. Then at his coming, those who belong to Christ. Then comes the end, when he hands over the kingdom to God the Father after he has destroyed every ruler and every authority and power, for he must reign until he has put all his enemies under his feet. The last enemy to be destroyed is death. Well, this Holy Week, thank you for praying with us our scripture for the upcoming Sunday. And even though our scripture for the upcoming Sunday does point to the truth of the resurrection found in Easter through Christ, I would invite you and encourage you that if you are listening to this during Holy Week, do not let this Holy Week pass you by. Uh, Find a community, a congregation to worship with on Maundy Thursday, on Good Friday. Spend time in prayer, grieving with the disciples seeking to understand just what God's offering for us means so that you can fully experience the joy and the hope of the resurrection on Easter Sunday. If you need any help finding a congregation to worship with, uh, either for Holy Week or for Easter or uh, beyond, you're always invited to come and join with us at Yadkinville UMC, uh, either in person or live on YouTube. Most of our services will be found there. Uh, and you can go to our website to find all that information, yadkinvilleumc.org. But if you are far flung, I don't know where you might be listening to this, if you need help finding a congregation, uh, shoot me a, a email at pastor at yadkinvilleumc.org, and I would love to help you uh, connect to a church in your own area. But as we prepare our hearts and our minds in the midst of this holy week, 
and Easter season, I invite you to keep 1 Corinthians chapter 15, 1-26 in your heart and mind, asking yourself, what is God saying to you today? The New Revised Standard Version of the Bible is copyright 1989 and used here by permission. All rights. Right.